It's the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast, and we we should all say congratulations again to Sam. He said his big day was earlier this week that he'd actually it, it's been one year since the last time he had a drink. Congrats, Sam! Thank you. Congrats. Uh, yeah. you it wasn't the big day that I got married again. No, <clears throat> um, <laughs> Sam and I share that in common. The last time I did was May the nineteenth of twenty eleven which was a significant day, and we can tell that story much later. We don't have to go into the details. But it's a podcast. It was clearly a reason that I needed to stop drinking. In fact, it was right there in front of my face. Therefore, um, but congratulations, Sam. Thank you. Yeah, we're not here to dig up the stories. Mm. I mean, you know, that's... I'm sure, I'm sure if you guys want to tell those stories, it's on but you I'm and for you. But I'm sure our podcast numbers would inc- increase greatly with those oh, stories. Yeah. Producer Bailey brought up a really interesting question a minute yeah, ago. Yeah, Bailey. Yeah, so I'm curious. Every time you say, you know, there are moments, Sam, that you just really want a beer. Yeah. So is the goal by quitting to get to a point where you feel safe enough to have like one beer or is it just avoid at all costs to avoid a slippery slope i wish it were safe enough to say i'm working towards one beer yeah but i've tried it in the past Uh uh-huh and it's 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 like i went for months without drinking it's like okay i can control this i can do this and then you start and then you wind up back where you were if not worse Supposedly, it's the lie you tell yourself yeah. Yeah. that you could have just one. Now, the thing is, I'm sure there are some people that have been able to quit and then at some point pick up a beer or two and be like that. But generally, no, it's not a now, good If you idea. got to a point where you, had, you knew you had to stop altogether because your life was suffering because of it, it's not likely that you can just go have one beer. Um, it was interesting because when, when you stopped drinking, Murphy, not long after that, we were out to dinner with some friends of ours. And um, the wife, the, my, my, my friend, she was like, you can't just have wine. You can't just have a yeah, glass of wine. wine or beer, yeah. No, I can't. And she truly didn't understand that. And so it was yeah. a good conversation that we had. And your answer was basically the same thing. Actually, no, because I will end up, it'll be four glasses of wine. Well, yeah. Or, that was, you know, the thing that I looked forward to most with the first drink is that I was going to get to have another one. <laughs> <laughs> Funny and true. <laughs> We're writing country a, songs here, by yeah. the way. Yeah, and I mean, and it's funny, and I jokingly say that, but it's the it's truth. True. I mean, I knew that you know, if I was going to have a Bloody Mary with breakfast, that there was going to be a second one. It's yeah. it, and it was weird because it just kind of crept up on me out of nowhere. And just so you know, Bailey, the history of that runs in my family. It's mm-hmm. it, it, it's you know, my dad has been you know dry since 1991. I mean, it's pretty. It's it's an amazing. He actually, to me. He's my icon when yeah. it comes to that yeah. um, because it's not easy. It's very different for every person. And it's it just he he's a person of much greater acceptance than I was in the beginning because I was like, you know, Sam is like the rationale of the judge, you know, and then you and you feel sorry for yourself because it's like, wow, everybody else can have, mm-hmm. but you can't, yeah. which becomes poor me, poor me, poor, poor me, me another right. drink. Everybody feel bad. <laughs> yeah. It's somebody I know used to say, but, you know, uh, it's an I, honest question it is a great one for, for, from friends and family anybody and for, for me you know whenever jody and i would go out afterwards i didn't want anybody to feel awkward around it. it's like it's no big deal i'm just choosing not to drink and in fact yeah. you know if if somebody asked me why i'm not i'm glad to offer it but i don't even offer it up anymore it's like no thanks i'll just do a diet this or whatever yeah. um you know it, it, because it's funny how people become very self-conscious. I think they're afraid that they're going to trigger something in you that makes you want to dive back into it. When at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to just kind of manage it. Yeah. You know? That's where it's been an interesting dance for me because for a long time after you stopped, Murphy, I did not drink around you. Yeah. 
Um, and actually, I had trouble with it at first. I really did. How I, I tried to tell Jody, no, it's no big deal. But it, I had trouble with it around me at first. Yeah. But now, you know, you know, we don't keep it in the house. Um, it, but if keep it in the garage, <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, just so I can say we don't keep it in the house. That is actually it's hilarious that Sam's mentioning that because Bailey, I don't think you've heard this story before. It was about a year after I'd quit drinking, and, I, and I'm in in the office, you know, my work office, and I open up the file cabinet and I found a bottle of uh, tequila. If, it was it something. wasn't it was tequila or something like that. No, no, no. It was Grand Marnier that I uh. used to use in. Uh, um, Margaritas. margaritas and um Wasn't like a special occasion well no because another family member had come over and we had put a lot of alcohol away years before and i'd mm-hmm. forgotten that was in there so i come walking into the house with this <laughs> bottle of alcohol I'm like jody first let me explain to you <laughs> it was not stashed it was actually you know stored away in in a yeah. drawer but um yeah it's just you know there's no reason to keep it in the house and if if friends come over and they want to have a beer, they're welcome to bring their own. Yeah, I, don't, yes. you, you don't, I don't have we an do issue with that either. at our house. But I don't keep it in the house, yeah. Yeah. You know, the funny thing, um, too, and I've, I've asked friends about this, and I guess it's going a step further. I li- I've, I've always liked certain beers, mm-hmm. you know, and then nowadays with all the craft breweries out, everybody's putting out a different fruity Flavor. this or a f- yeah. whatever that. And I've asked people, I was like, oh, you're drinking that. How does that take? Because I still keep up with stuff the companies yeah and so i was like oh you got that watermelon whatever <laughs> how does that taste and mm. it's like they look at you like they don't want to say no because it, it's not very good man yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like all the rest it's bad mm-hmm. yeah. but it's like i truly want to know like hey is just from a knowledge standpoint it's not going to be like well this right. is the best year best best beer ever you should try one if you are in a relationship with somebody if they're your best friend if they're your spouse you know family member whatever it, i think it's super important to just be able to communicate about it. There's something about addiction that makes us want to not talk about stuff. And the only thing that has, honestly, it could have caused a real problem between me and you, Murphy, when you quit. Um, Like, for instance... I didn't you mean drink. if I hadn't quit? or Well, mean, yeah, that's different. You wanted him to continue? <laughs> no, no, I didn't, but I knew it was his call. Yeah. His call, his life, his daily decision. Um, and I'm so glad you made that decision. But when you chose to quit, I danced around you for a really long time, and, and I can pretty much take it or leave it, which works for us. If, yeah. if I was in a situation where I wanted a glass of wine every night, we might be in a different sp- a situation, but I'm not that way. But when we do go out or we're in social situations, all of us together a lot, mm-hmm. I will have a drink now, and I don't let it bother me because I know you're you're doing you, and I assume you're doing you, Sam, just fine. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't let it bother me, but I do. What I'm saying is the fact that, Murphy, you and I have been able to talk about it. Like on the way to events and stuff, it's like, I'm going to have a drink tonight. That okay with you? We had those conversations, mm-hmm. you know, on the way to places when, yeah. was, when it was new that you had quit drinking. And I think communication is, is only going to make that situation better as opposed to what your natural instinct is to, to I'm just going to have a sip of wine and not show him or yeah. say him. That's, that's putting up walls and, and making, causing a problem where there doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got to talk about it. I agree with that. And that's why, and, and that's different for everybody too. For some, it works, you know, in group. That's why AA meetings work because, it, you know, people have a chance to communicate that. My dad did both. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he, my dad actually went up mentoring for a while, which is interesting. I didn't know that story either until a couple Recently. months ago uh, that he actually led some, you know, some groups for about a year and a half. Wow. And then he chose just to kind of, you know, in, in a conversation with family members or whatever, that said, he didn't necessarily need it or crave it anymore but i completely agree with you you've got to be able to talk about it and and 
my case, it's good. It's fun to joke about it. That's helpful to me. That yeah. may not be great for everybody else. That's but, a coping for but, both of yeah, you. But it is. I mean, it's kind of, you know, I mean, Sam and I do jo- joke about it, you know, all the time. I think that and, you need to. The, yeah. That's just who you are. And I will say that the interesting thing about it, too, with children in the dynamic is that Taylor and Phoebe, because they, you were so honest with them about our, when our you quit. Yeah, our daughters. When you quit, I can tell you that I never had the conversation with, well, we do. We've, we've told them, yeah, mommy still will have a drink every once in a while, but we know we don't keep it in the house, blah, blah, blah. When we are at a big dinner, recently we were somewhere, a big friend's house, and somebody gave me, poured me a glass of wine and I was drinking it. Taylor was giving me the evil eye, man. She does not want me to do that around you. That is a protective. He's my daddy. Why are you doing that kind of a thing? So I talked to her about it and I explained, you know, he didn't even know I had that. And if he did, it would be fine. But that's just, it becomes a big, it's it's part of the whole family dynamic. Yeah. Well, they understand the genetics that are involved too. I mean, they know at least they're cognizant of that. Yes. What I remember, you know, years ago, um, it was, and I thought it was really sweet. Uh, our oldest Taylor was concerned that when I went to Vegas, that I was really going to get into some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to blow it out big time again. And you know, I mean, of course it didn't. Vegas is an interesting city to be in. It's kind of like New Orleans, an interesting city to be in when you're not, you know, yeah. you see drinking. it through different eyes when you're not yeah. drinking. Right. Yeah. But um, not as pretty, is it? But, you know, but the thing is, I want them to learn. They're going to have to make their own decisions as adults. I've been candid with them. I've cautioned them about the genetics, but they also understand that at some point when they're old enough to make choices, they're just going to need to make choices and be aware and, right. you know, and, and make the sensible choices too. You know, obviously, you know, it goes beyond the don't get in a vehicle and all that kind of stuff for them. It, it does it's, go into the, life. is this something, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's your life you're playing with yeah, if you've right. got that tendency. Right. Um, do you talk to your kids about it, Sam? Um, I haven't since last year. I mean, when it was going on last year, Sammy and Will and Sammy's wife, Melissa, came over and we had a nice long talk. Nice. Uh, they initiated it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess not knowing that I had finally made the decision to. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because this was all like in a 24, 48 hour period. Yeah. Um, you know, and the little kids, little kids, I say little, they're teenagers now. Yeah. I just, I just show it by example that I'm nice that I'm not. I still have concerns that people think that I am just because sometimes I'm goofy. Oh, well, you know, but that's my personality. Sure. Well, you were funny before you started drinking. Yeah. <laughs> that was even funnier. Don't worry, too. You still got your funny. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Both of you. Oh, Bailey. Yeah. Uh, I guess kind of answer your question too is, one of the things, and I, this is like an AA thing, and I think it's just in general, is that people say it's a day, take it a day at a time. I right. know it's a cliche. It's like, uh, yeah. but it's the truth because I would think, well, okay, if I kick this in five years, maybe I can, or I can do this, or when the kids are out of the house, or just something, and it's like, yeah. you can't think that way. Yeah. You got to think today, yeah. today and tomorrow, get through today and tomorrow. Then we can have a drink. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Just not <laughs> drink today. Get through today and tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think the goal is just yeah. And then there's another day because yeah, tomorrow is another today. Yeah. <laughs> Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com. Dot com. Dot com.